1: Welcome back to TRB Reviews. This week, we are discussing the season finale already of Star Trek Picard, episode number 10. I sure hope you've enjoyed season one of Star Trek Picard. It's been fun! We sure have. Keep listening to hear our thoughts on this amazing episode. These are spoilery reviews, so...
0: Are you not answering to build suspense? Or.
1: At the present moment, Dr. Girati, I'm trying to pilot a starship for the first time in a very long time without exploding or crashing. Let's rock it. Yes, 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 it is. TRB Reviews here on The Real Brian Show. Thank you for joining us. It's the final episode of Star Trek Picard. Season Picard. 1 Picard. Episode 10. Hello, Captain Influence. Hello, we are Brian. Captain. Engage. Engage. M- make it so. <laughs> d- d- no, no, you are out of your out mind. Out of your mind, yes. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's here. We We have accomplished an entire season of a show on this show by ourselves. I don't Indeed. know what that means, but yeah. Well, in, we
0: did that with we did that with Mandalorian, but we, we uh, did, but it was in, not, not as, of as official.
1: Episodes, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's right. Man, <laughs> I can't believe I I just cannot believe it's over already. Because then I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, when's the next? <laughs> well, they're saying 2021, and of course, with everything that's been going on, I know that production has been halted. So yeah. who knows if it'll be in 2021 or if it'll be 2022 now? But uh, yeah, I'm kind of kind of like, oh man, gotta wait for a while. But at least. They didn't leave us on a cliffhanger. That's the biggest thing right there.
0: Yeah, they they left it open for the second season, but there was no cliffhanger. So
1: exactly. Well, what did you think of the episode overall?
0: So, I thought it was, I thought it was a touch and go episode. To be honest, as far as a season finale, it didn't have the same oomph that I was hoping for. Yeah. But it had some really gratifying scenes in it uh, that we'll get to. And so those those gratifying scenes made up for a lot of the the parts that I wasn't quite sure about. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, I agree. It It was not one of the best episodes. I was surprised that as a season finale that it was, in my opinion, it was a weak season finale. Yeah. It wasn't bad, but it was just, it was a good episode, but it was not a great season finale at all. And It I, felt forced. Yeah, well, it felt rushed. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cause like to me, the first third or so of the episode was just kind of slow and like, where are we going? And then it's like, they just crammed everything into the last half to two thirds of the episode. And it was like, that's it. Like, man, this (laughs) needed to be a two hour episode. You needed to just, it was rushed. Let's just put it. Yeah. Yeah. So other than that though, I mean, it was fine, but it, it didn't deserve to be a season finale necessarily.
0: Fair enough. Yeah. I don't know, but let's get into it. We're on the same page. Yeah.
1: All right. So like we said, it started off, Kind of slow, really not honestly a whole lot that was going on. I think one of the cool touching scenes in the beginning was that, you know, Elnor is talking to Seven saying, Well, you know, I'd miss you. Which Aww. I thought was really nice. And they had a little bit like, of
0: are they gonna have a little romance budding
1: there? Oh or no, no, not? Um, all the, oh, all, the not. all the men now are incredibly disappointed about seven. <laughs> so is well, Mike. Mike, we're definitely. getting ahead of ourselves. Well, I know, but we we let's just <laughs> go there because I, and I was like, oh come on, uh, you know, because you know, as you got to be as us growing up, you know, as as kids or high schoolers or whenever, you know, Voyager came out. You know, I think most guys thought seven was cool and like seven. Some thought she was more than cool, but. <laughs> that was a little disappointing i think for pretty much all the men out most of the men out there anyway but uh yeah well. i
0: didn't really care frankly <laughs> and, and whatever I right i, I mean I other people it. are like yay and that's fine but
1: you know for us it's like oh okay whatever but i guess now i don't know if this is true there's rumors that there's going to be a seven of nine spinoff yeah. we'll see then we get you know little sneaky sneaky douchebag and then you know what the thing like when rizzo shored <laughs> up i was like what where did she come from how did she get there <laughs> She
0: transported down from the Romulan the fleet. fleet wasn't the wasn't even Romulan there fleet.
1: yet. Yeah,
0: then that's just bad writing.
1: That was bad. I was like, where did she, get? how did, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That kind of bothered me. She's like, well, I've been hiding. Like From what? Not to mention, I just cannot stand her character.
0: <laughs> She's growing on, she grew on me over the course of the season. I mean, she was a little creeper at the very beginning, but uh, yeah. she got better as the season went on. I thought like in the last episode, I thought she was fine. Uh, in this episode, she was fine, and of course, she gets killed. We think yeah. she'll probably show up again in the next season. You know, you,
1: you yeah, know how they are. That's the true. Days, well, right? just like the Emperor. I mean, uh, that's the thing. Yeah. Seven Palpatine her dead man, nah. and Palpatine <laughs> comes back. So yeah, she's not dead. No yeah. way. Whatever. Okay, a couple things that resolved, which I which I liked. You've got Soji, who is uh, for whatever reason so much in agreement with the Synths, which I found to be very uncharacteristic of her. It, it was bizarre. Like I, I thought she was playing the sense at the end of last episode. Like, sure. I'm going Girl. with you. And then in this like episode, it turns out Aggie was, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and uh, although Aggie, I wasn't, I wasn't sure about her and I'm glad that she was playing them. And I thought that was really good. And, and that was cool. I liked where Aggie went and beautiful. She's redeemed. Love it. Soji, I was just like, what, <laughs> what really is she? Re-? I, I don't know. And then of course she redeems herself later, which is good too. They got through to her. I think one of the coolest things about Soji is that, you know, she's basically never had a choice her whole life. That was one thing you kind of understand is that she's implanted with these memories. That's not hers. You know, she's pretty much being manipulated constantly and now, Oh, she now has a choice to make. Ideally it's the right decision, but whatever decision you want, it's up to you and she was able to do that. And I think that was cool. It's kind of like, okay, now you've, you've grown. Now you've matured, you've taken that step into your almost adult life essentially. So I do like where they went with that, Hence mm-hmm. I think why they needed her to kind of agree with the synths. It's just it felt once again rushed that she was like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna build this beacon. Oh, okay. And then it's like this Borg nanoprobe beacon that's getting built by its <laughs> what? That was kind of weird.
0: <laughs> the beacon and then the the evil synths that they summoned were both a bit underwhelming to me.
1: <laughs> yeah, congratulations, it's a squid.
0: Space it was like, oh look, it's Thanos's army, except not quite as cool, and they're invading, yeah. and then they get shoved back. It, it really reminded me of a scene from. Do you remember uh, Howard the Duck, Brian? <laughs> I never actually. You remember at worked. the end of Howard the Duck when <laughs> yeah. they had that portal open and those and those demons were coming through, and, rah, 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 yeah. and then they shut the portal, and then the demons got they didn't get come through. It's, it's the exact same scene, basically, and it was so anticlimactic. It wasn't it even funny. It
1: Really was, and you know what I think is funny about that too is that they built a beacon not a portal device Mm -hmm. so why was this a beacon to to make a portal no it was a beacon to call them and they said they would come not we're opening a portal to uh you know like a wormhole to a whole nother part of the the universe and they're just going to pop through and we'll close it up when we shut the beacon down. It's like, wait, what?
0: So they contradicted themselves. That kind of felt
1: like, yeah, that didn't work for me either. That was a little bizarre. (laughs) Uh, And yeah, like this whole synth, you know, like octopus squid thing coming. I'm like,
0: what? Yeah, they were like tapeworms with with uh, with pinchers. Pliers at the end. Yeah.
1: (laughs) That was that was weird. I'm sorry. Like i loved the show, but there were some weird decisions in this episode that I was just like, what? Yeah, we're getting
0: all the negatives out early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because really,
1: I mean, they were kind of (laughs) like, okay, hmm, there's some dumb things in this episode. I'm not going to lie, but whatever, right? Oh, and then, and then speaking of like, you know, this beacon that's building itself like super quickly is now we've got this amazing sweet device, this, you know, personal regenerator, one of those, th- you know, it's like, here's a device. Oh. Just use your imagination. It'll do anything.
0: Remind me, where did they get that device? Cause I couldn't remember. And it they was, used it early on in the episode to fix the ship.
1: One of the twins, either saga or arcana gave it to them. And I don't remember okay. which one it was, but yeah, I she totally said, spaced that use this, use your imagination. And I thought that's really cool. Well, I mean, I'm not going to lie. That's a pretty sweet device. I mean, it really is. Well, sure. It's a very when convenient like, device. I like one. Yeah, so then I'm okay. It was so funny because at first my adult, my adult brain is thinking that's really convenient. That's kind of bizarre. Well, then my my like childlike brain, like if I were to go back, you know, if I were to watch this as a, as a, as a kid or something like that, I would be like, oh, that is so cool. Like my imagination would take off and like, man, I, what could I do with the device like that? So I kind of <laughs> decided that, you know, I need to take a step back and, you know, kind of go back to a little bit of a childlike wonder when it comes to a device like that, and just think about the possibilities of some cool device. I mean, I honestly think that device could have probably healed Picard. Yeah. Right. Just saying. Yeah. Use your imagination. Seriously. So I, it's a cool device. It's very convenient, but it was so funny because like he was talking about, you know, we need more ships and I was like, they need to do the Picard maneuver. And then she (laughs) said, you know, I wish there was like a maneuver after, you know, named after you. And I was like, "Ah, I knew it, the Picard maneuver. So I, I did like that and how, you know, Aggie was able to use the device to create those, basically those, those illusions of the ships, which I thought was really cool. Good job, guys.
0: There were a lot of instances in this episode where there were a bunch of the same ship. There were a bunch of the same Romulan ships, a weird. bunch of the same Federation ships, a yeah. bunch of the same Las Seranas. <laughs> yeah. It was just replicating a bunch of ships. It was, yeah. it was kind Poor of uh, lazy
1: You know, okay, so let's get into that. Okay, first of all, we've already talked about the Romulan fleet talked about, yeah, they all kind of look weird and there's a lot of the same thing, but when Starfleet showed up, not going to lie, I got chills like, yay, they're here and oh my gosh, it's Riker. But then I like, yeah, I I went, I rewound a little bit and I was like, every one of those ships look identical.
0: There, there there were hundreds of them. They were the exact same starship.
1: Yeah. And I went, what the heck is that? That, I mean, I I literally was like, that's a slap in the face for fans oh totally what the heck was that
0: it's like they didn't have the budget the cg budget and so they just took the same model and just zoop 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 zoop, zoop. that was that's stupid. all they did that's that exactly so what stupid. they did actually so yeah i don't Boy, know we're that, ripping this episode a no one, i mean we? that really <laughs> bothered
1: me though i think that was the thing that probably bothered me the most was like seriously like they all are the exact i don't know that really, really, really disappointed me. <laughs> By the way, when, when Riker's like, oh, it's the toughest and strongest ship Starfleet has ever built. I'm like, well, it looks really old and it looks like something from like the Enterprise C era. It does That's, not. I, I
0: thought they all looked like a bunch of Voyagers. It was
1: smaller. kind of like a cross between the Voyager and the Enterprise E and the Enterprise C. It was, I thought yeah. it was kind of a lazy design, to be honest. And I thought the fact that they, you know, come on, every single scene in any Star Trek, anything, movie, TV show ever, They've had various classes of ships showing up. Always, yeah. They've never That's had the Star same Fleet class is. of ship. Yeah. What the heck? <laughs> I, was-
0: I could see a bunch of Romulan cruisers being identical. That makes sense based on the fact that they're Romulans and they're a militant race and yeah, whatever. But for the Starfleet to show up with hundreds of the exact same starship, it that kills their credibility as, oh, yeah. as show producers. It doesn't ruin the season by any stretch, no. but it certainly ruined. It helped to not ruin, but make the season finale, just give it far less oomph.
1: You it know? did. It really did. Yeah, and like I said, I, I enjoyed the episode and I enjoyed the season a lot, but there were some big, big, big mistakes in this episode for <laughs> Star Trek fans that are just... Come on, guys. And the profanity was huge in this episode. Uh, the drinking, again, was huge. And again, it's not... I, we see it elsewhere in other tv shows and do we ever mention anything about it no never but again oh. it's star trek and it's like yeah they, they made some mistakes it's this like, season they really did yeah but it's still a good show regardless those are some of the negatives but i'll tell you what when riker shows up on screen and you're just like yay acting captain Riker!" he was at his prime he was doing his best the actual space fight prior to starfleet showing up you know with all the all the orchids and Picard doing his thing. And I, that was good. The CGI and that was good. I actually thought it was yeah. a fun epic CGI space was fight. Fine. Yeah. And I thought Picard did a great job and uh, interesting. Like he's like, Hey, I'm willing to sacrifice myself to prove a point, which I thought was really cool.
0: My prediction from the last episode about Borg cube showing its stuff. Nope. None of that. That was disappointing was, too. Totally. I was, I, I was partly right in my prediction that there would be a big, you know, that Starfleet would show up and, and Romulans would have this big fight and, yeah. But then I was wrong about the Borg cube and I was wrong about the evil sense showing up. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I really wish that they had gone the extra mile on this
1: one. I do too cuz I think that they had they had something I mean it was already created before we got into it, but I think, you know, as fans were thinking wouldn't it be cool like yeah, Starfleet needed to show up too. You know, the Romulans show up, the orchids go out, Seven gets the Borg cube up, the Borg starts to fight and actually puts on a pretty good fight. Then Starfleet shows up and it's, you know, it's a task force. Riker's there, but it's a lot of different ships. But then, like, the beacon activates. Maybe Soji even made the decision to, okay, I'm going to deactivate the beacon. Oh, but it's too late. It's too late. They're already here. The Synths are here. Lore, I mean, whether Lore leads them or not, that would have been cool. But even if he didn't, it still would have been neat. And then it's like, oh, now we got this big, huge fight on our hands. And oh my gosh, we got to take care of the Synths. And end of season. Cliffhanger.
0: They missed a golden opportunity to introduce a brand new Star Trek universe villain. Yes. In in these evil synths. Yeah. They could have. I mean, they could have been their own character, like the Borg. Yeah. They could have totally drugged that out into the next season or more. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But nope. It's like they didn't know if they were going to get a second season, so they're like, ah, just go. Yeah, let's go, Abrams on everybody, and go, yeah. just kind of throw something at him, and because it's shiny and pretty or whatever and yeah and we don't care they, so. they
1: really did they missed a major opportunity on this one in my opinion too because you're right like the, could you imagine though you've got good sense and bad sense
0: and yeah, it's like exactly. now it's
1: this almost civil war that's going on that's affecting you know the, the organics and it could have been a really cool thing they I mean really they, they could have gone in such a better direction than they did I'm not entirely disappointed you know, like yeah, not entirely. it was still good and I enjoyed it, but I feel like they missed a major opportunity that they could have, yeah, you know, I, it could have been so much better.
0: So I'm much right better. there with you. I'm and right then same
1: you. thing with Picard too. I, I'm not going to lie. Like, you know, okay, his little brain thing gets him and it kills him. I'm not surprised. That was, a, oh my gosh, it was such a sad moment though. Mm-hmm. That was, everybody's like crying. I'm like, no, I don't, don't, you're going to make me cry now. That was bad. <laughs> it was so well done how they did that. And then I thought, yeah, they're going to use the Gollum that Alton wanted to use. Okay, cool. But, you know, they bring him back and I actually was at first I thought, okay, well, they didn't make him younger. Of course, how could they, you know? Right. But I thought,
0: well, oh, you how know. could they? It's a Gollum. They could. That was the first thing I thought was, why didn't they just make him younger again?
1: I meant from a acting perspective.
0: But you're right. And that's true. And they did explain them. So they they made the point of explaining what they did as far as the age thing when they were talking with him afterwards. So which I
1: thought was actually very good because one is you're thinking like what and it's kind of like we didn't make him super we didn't make a superhuman because we know you wouldn't have wanted that we know you mm-hmm. wanted to be mortal and he was kind of like yeah you're right but I could have I would have enjoyed a couple extra years you know 10 to 20 extra years 10 or 20 <laughs> that w- but at the same time I'm like okay so he's, he's got a, a fresh heart now because you know he had a titanium heart his brain condition's gone. So mm-hmm. in sense, he's healthy and he'll live out his, his life as a normal aging person. But other than that, and I thought, yeah, okay, okay, that's cool. They explained it. That's fine. I'm glad he's back and he's healthy and yeah,
0: and we find out how old he is and how old is he Brian? 94, 94. I he's a not, spry
1: 94 year. Holy I'll tell cow. you what. I mean, I would have thought cause you know, in real life he's 80. So I would have right. thought, yeah, okay, he's in his eighties, but my gosh, 94. I didn't realize.
0: Yeah, he 94 is the new 80 in the 23rd, 24th century. 24th almost,
1: century. Yeah. yeah, 24th, almost 25th. Yeah. Now, one thing, oh my, Picard says this beautiful, beautiful quote. We can all learn from this right now in real life fear is an incompetent teacher. Mm, yes. What an incredible quote. Yeah. And that was filmed before everything happened. I'm glad that Alton was able to get Saga's memory showing that Sutra killed Saga and not Narak. So Alton, which was awkward, but yeah, it was. But I'm I'm glad she shows
0: up next to Delta Bravo and and stabs Saga in the face. I was like, wait, what? That was a
1: weird scene. Well, but that's kind of what it was showing. Is like, I think that's how she had to surprise her because it, you know, it it was insinuated, you know, in the other episode. But I don't know. So that was kind of nice that you know Alton is now like, okay, this is bad, and he was able to. Well he I think he just Switch deactivated sides. Sutra. Yeah, and he switched right. sides and now he's trying to lead them towards the right side, which was good. So that's good. There's some redemption there. Tamilin Tamita, you know, who played uh, Commodore O. Hopefully she'll be back because I like her a lot. I think she's a great actress. Yeah. When it was kinda like leave now kind of thing, like choose to live and, you know, take your Romulan fleet and leave. And at first she's like, I'm not going to do that. Prepare to fight. And then of course, Soji makes the right decision, which again, (laughs) that was really, really cool. Like, okay. And, and everybody just witnessed that. Soji made a decision to basically essentially make the prophecy not come to pass, which that's good. Right. My first thought was, wow. Oh, just believed that and left like that. That's it. Then I thought, well, hold on a second here. The emotional mind, the emotional brain would be like, I don't believe her. I'm going to stay here. You know, I've made my life commitment to this prophecy and I'm not going to let this die and I'm going to fight till the bitter end on this one. However, she's half Vulcan. A logical mind would see the facts very clearly and would make a very quick decision to leave.
0: Yeah, that's fair. So I mean, then I thought,
1: okay, actually, you know what? That was very characteristic of her. So I thought that was good.
0: I thought it was funny that you could have totally made a drinking game out of the m- number of times that O said, prepare for planetary bombardment. Oh, my gosh. Or something along those, those were so lines. Cheesy. I mean, it's like over and over. <laughs> it was, oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, that was just part of the weirdness of the episode, really. So yeah. now that we've defeated that interruption, yeah. prepare for planetary bombardment. Yeah. Oh, look, there's another interruption. Oh, let's deal with this then. Okay. All Wait, right. We've dealt with
1: this. We killed the orchids, prepare but now, again. There's, now there's space pansies. <laughs> They should have done space pansies because pansies are a lot more tough than orchids, man. I'm just saying, uh,
0: what are you a horticulturist now? Well,
1: you know, Johnny Pistolshot is <laughs>
0: that's true. I used we to have him. You on know what Everybody says,
1: Oh man, you're such a pansy. And he's like, thank you. And I'd be like, why are you thanking me? He goes, because pansies are one of the strongest flowers. He goes, if you don't, if you want to insult me, you should call me a rose. And I went, okay. So now right. I know from a fellow horticulturist that pansies are indeed strong flowers. Thanks Johnny space pansies is what they should have made. I'm I'm just saying. All right. So there were some beautiful scenes, conversations between seven Rios. You know, she said like, I really don't want to kill anymore. You could tell she regretted the desire to kill Rizzo and the action of doing it. Like she's like, I really don't want that in me anymore. So I thought that was just beautiful. Great redemption there. Obviously she's had a really tough life between Voyager and now. We don't know what happened. The spinoff, the the rumored spinoff is supposed to explain that. We'll see. Right. There were some other incredible. Oh my gosh, that dude, that scene. I'm sorry. That scene between Elnor and Rafi at the end when he just walks up and starts crying. And I was like, dang it. It's too emotional, <laughs> but it was so
0: good. Oh, but it gets more emotional. <laughs> oh my God.
1: I know. And by the way, the beautiful, the, the soundtrack score, beautiful oh, during yeah. those scenes. So yes, it's when seven and Rios are talking. It's when Elnor and, and Rafi have their moment, the music, and I, I can't find it cause I don't think it's been released yet on Spotify, but Jeff Russo, who has composed the score, man. Oh, it's so good. So I, when it comes out, I got to find that and, and share it. But yeah, now, now we get into the whole data situation and that right there, I think that was the purpose of the episode was, yes. was data and Picard coming together. Like you said, we learned that Picard's 94 years old He's dead, but not really. He's in like a, he's in data's a, construct.
0: Con, yeah. Consci- construct, a consciousness construct. They called it
1: like a that? massively complex quantum simulation. That's it. So whatever yeah. that actually is. <laughs> what you just said. But what a cool interaction, man. Oh
0: my gosh. Yes. That was my favorite part of the episode by far was, was him, him conversing with data, data explaining things to him and him finally telling being having the chance to tell Data face to face that he loved him. I mean, Spiner did a great job of acting Data after all oh, these yeah. years. I mean, he was yeah. Data. I mean, that's that's him. So, yep. But then what happens after that? Oh my gosh. Where where Data says he wants to end his consciousness. That was very moving. That was a great and and the Blue Skies version, oh, oh my that gosh. Blue, that version of Blue Skies was so good. I know. So,
1: Yeah, you know, and and at first I thought, well, okay, I mean, let's be fair, he died he died after Nemesis, so it's like we all thought he was dead. The fact that they brought him back was kind of like, okay, one more, you know, milking of the Data character. Okay, fine, but yeah, interesting how they kind of said that they had they'd salvaged his memory Mgrams essentially, and yeah. so therefore he was still kind of existing, but you know, he'd always wanted to be human, so he wanted that finite mortality essentially. What I got out of this that I thought was amazing, Picard got a chance to essentially tell Data that he loved him, mm-hmm. and Picard got to say goodbye because he was never able to do that after nemesis you know and in fact there was regret that he never got to say goodbye and thank data and tell him how much he meant to him and that kind of thing you know and so that finally happened and i thought that was so cool and then you know when at the very end when he starts kind of pulling the plug on data's consciousness and on that simulation Mm -hmm. you see the old the young picard you know from the next generation in his next generation uniform just sitting there with data, holding his hand, you know, and just kind of letting him die and age. And oh my gosh.
0: Oh yeah. That was really so good. hard really to well watch, done.
1: but so good
0: in some ways It more than made up for all of the awkwardness in the rest of the episode. So
1: yeah, like yeah. I said, there were some really, really good parts to this episode that made it a great episode. The really bad parts, like I said, they were a distraction. They were annoying, but they didn't destroy the episode because these other parts were so good. Yeah. So that's I great. Agree. I'm not going to lie. The only thing I wish they would have done is somehow find Jordy, because you know, Jordy was data's best friend. So yes. it's one of those things where I'm not kidding. LeVar Burton should have shown up in this at least, you know, like Picard could have called out to Jordy and said, you know, data's consciousness is still alive. Come say goodbye to him. Yeah, you totally. Know, I agree. This would have been, I mean, that would have been, that would have sealed it as like, okay, one of the greatest episodes ever, you know? Yeah. But <laughs> I don't know. I think that, that was a little bit disappointing for me that, but again, I mean, that's probably an acting issue. Who knows? Maybe was LeVar, LeVar's not available. Is LeVar
0: dead or oh, no, was he just not available? Alive. Or he's was alive. he expensive? Was he, was he on the other side of the reading rainbow or? Uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, I
1: just, maybe he found the leprechaun. I don't know, but one way or the other, that would have made the episode just, Perfectly beautiful.
0: Yeah, I agree. That's too bad. Yeah. But then they move on.
1: They all get to say goodbye. They lift the ban on synthetics, which was amazing. So So Soji's free to travel. Picard's free to travel. Seven and Elnor join the crew. Awesome. Engage. Booyah. All right. Overall thoughts on the season. My negatives go back to the profanity and the excessive drinking were inappropriate for Star Trek, unnecessary for Star Trek. And and as we said earlier. Regardless of whether you like that stuff or not, it prevented people watching it with kids and family members because they always have. Star Trek has always been a family show, and this one is not. It did go down a path that it really did not need to. And because of that, because of the history, that's a huge, major frustration for me. I hope the showrunners hear us and they listen to it. And they change it up in season two, because I think that they really made a big mistake with that. Also, mm-hmm. they made some big mistakes with, I think, uh, in fact, we mentioned this, like, did you actually, uh, what did they say in uh, in galaxy quest crewman? Number six, you know, guy, you remember him? And he's <laughs> yeah, always like, cool. have you guys ever even watched the show? <laughs> he says, that. <laughs> I-, I feel like asking some of the showrunners that question. Have you guys exactly. ever even watched the show? Because there were some clear decisions that did not work at all. Um, yeah, it was as like Star Trek was like fans
0: poking a poking a tiger in the tiger's cage. Yeah. With, with the Star Trek fans being the tiger. I mean, it was just totally unnecessary the way they poked us. You know? Yeah.
1: Or whether they did it intentionally or not, it was ignorance was not bliss in this situation. Ignorance right. was your downfall. So that's a bad thing for me beyond those things. I really was happy with the season. I'm glad they did it. I'm glad we have some new Trek. And I think overall the season was good. It definitely could have been a lot better. And I'm really looking forward to season two, one way or the other.
0: Yeah. I'm not going to elaborate much on that. Uh, My biggest takeaway. In fact, my, my take is virtually identical with yours, believe it or not. Not that I'm not thinking much about it. Mm -hmm. It's just that you, your likes and dislikes more or less are, are in line with mine. Some of the stuff they did in this season didn't fit in Star Trek. It just didn't yes, fit. It, agreed. It, it's like, it's like stripes on a, on a, I don't know. I, I'm horrible with analogies, but you get me. Mm-hmm. It's just tits on a bowl. There you go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but and, and it was just gratuitous. I mean, that just some of the stuff in it was, I don't mind stuff like that in shows at all. I'm not, I'm not square about stuff like that. It's just, it just didn't fit the, the, yeah. the genre. Yeah. There were a lot of cases of, not thoughtful writing throughout the series yeah. or throughout the season i mean they just didn't put much thought into writing certain parts of some some of the episodes and that and that just blows me away all the time that they spend all this money on a on a show whatever budget they had multi-million dollar budget on something and then they don't put an extra couple of days putting pen to paper mm-hmm. so to speak mm-hmm. and and write something really good because it's Star Trek, like what, how I feel with Star Wars, Star Trek is a franchise that deserves really good writing.
1: And it always usually because, has. Because why not? It's always yeah, been and, very and typically smart does. Always, yeah. yeah.
0: So they, they really dropped the ball in that regard. But mm-hmm. like you said, I still enjoyed watching this, se- this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I am looking forward to the second season. However, you know the climax on this one being fairly, fairly meh, I'm I'm going to be cautiously optimistic about the second season because the, the producers have shown their stripes yeah. and you know, they'd have to kind of turn themselves around. They'd have to really, they'd have to step their game up basically. Yeah. So we'll see what they do. We'll, uh, we'll cross our fingers that it goes forward with the second season, given all the stuff's going on right now.
1: Yeah. I think but, it will.
0: Um, It'll just take time. Yeah. They really need to raise the bar. That's my opinion. You know, I
1: think you nailed it on the head actually is that the show itself was entertaining And it was written well in a sense of that it had good story and the character development was good and the acting was good. And the overall story was actually good in general. And they did a good job providing a good Star Trek show. But I think the nail on the head here is that original Star Trek TV shows has always been smart writing. There were a lot of people consulted in Star Trek. There were scientists consulted. In fact, and I mentioned this, you know, I have the Star Trek, the next generation technical manual. I mentioned that (laughs) on one of the earlier episodes. If you were to read through that, you're not going to understand half of what's going on, but you know, uh, unless you're a scientist, but or an engineer, I guess, but the guys that wrote it said we researched as much real science as possible. And then we added fiction, but the Mm -hmm. fiction is based on real science. And so this is all very plausible. Some of it is, Mm -hmm. is out there like, you know, we don't really know how to do warp speed and we don't really know how to transport people yet but the science is still there and so the whole point was is that the next generation was always written with a collection of smart people surrounding the writers so that everything was done in a way that is very possible now not always but most of the time right that's where I think Star Trek Picard dropped the ball is that the writers are not as they're either they're not as smart or they're not surrounded by smart people.
0: I and, don't think they're Trekkies for sure. Uh, some of them are I mean, not. Some are. I think, are, think they but know about not. Trek, but I just didn't get the impression that they really watched much Star Trek.
1: Yeah, but I think it's what it is. I think it's just not as smart of writing. I, I mean, yeah. really, if they were to get smarter or surround themselves with smarter people, mm-hmm. I think you'd see, you know, the bar raised up significantly. And Because, you know, again, it's entertaining. It's good. Yeah.
0: I just want to mention one thing. I thought that Allison Pill, you know, her character and the actress herself kind of weirded me out a little bit in the first few episodes, but by the end of the season, I thought that she and the actors who played Soji. Yeah.
1: Well, were... her, na- her name is Issa or Isa Brion. I don't know how you pronounce it. Brion. Brion. It looks Brion? French to me. B-R-I-O-N-E-S. Could be Brian's. Like everybody Brion needs name? more Brian's, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> those two, Issa Brion.
0: Uh, especially Alison Pill were probably the two best actors actresses in the season in my opinion, especially Allison. I thought she did a really good job of acting. I wasn't prepared for that. So there you go. There you go. That's Picard. That's Picard. That's
1: Picard. Well, if you haven't seen it, go watch it and enjoy it. Of course, you've been listening to it. I don't know why you've listened to this if you haven't seen it because then you just got got spoiled, man. It's like to listen to us. It's just like to listen to us. Yeah. You know what the music means? Oh, yeah. Thank you for joining us. This has been a fun little series run, but you can join us on Friday. We're going to have some fun. We got a special guest joining us on Friday, by the way. It's going to be a good time. I can't wait. So, yeah. And anyway, hope you've enjoyed these TRB reviews. We'll bring you more episodes in the future. But in the meantime, have a glorious two days. We will see you on Friday. This is The Real Brian Show, signing
0: off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.